0: Hey everybody, I'm Mike DeSepoli and welcome to the Heritage Market Pulse for Friday, November 26, 2021. We hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. If you were expecting a sleepy market Friday with the shortened trading session today, well, you certainly uh, were in for a surprise when you woke up this morning. It's Black Friday with Black Friday sales in the U.S. economy, and we're also getting Black Friday sales in the stock market today as investors are assessing the news and taking some risk off the table. The news of the day that's driving market activity is the new emergence of a COVID variant that was found in South Africa. We believe this one is going to be called the new NU, the new variant. And like the news media does, they're running with this one. They're making suggestions that this this, variant may evade the vaccine. So naturally, it has markets a little bit spooked. What's exacerbating the move today, and this is a point that is very important to take stock of because you don't want to discount this, is we have extremely light trading volumes here in the markets today, right? A lot of people are off, it's a shortened trading day with the markets closing at one o'clock. So these types of moves tend to be exacerbated when there's less volume, aka shares trading hands in the market. So let's take a look. At the backdrop, we actually think there's a narrative shift underway here that's going to suit our strategy very well, okay? We're not rooting for more variants and more COVID cases, but we've been working and living with a very bifurcated market, right? Where we've talked about it, there's been a dislocation between the reopening stocks and the technology stocks or the stay-at-home stocks, if you will. And for the past couple weeks, we've kind of seen the reopening stocks taking a little bit of a lead here where some of the growth tech that we uh, have come to invest in hasn't looked as good. Now, we think there's a couple reasons that contributed to that. Uh, Mainly, we'll talk about two of them here today. Number one was cause of concern around inflation okay we know there's inflation in the economy we see it with price increases in the goods that we buy the way the market measures inflation is through the yield on the 10-year bond okay and the federal reserve who controls interest rates looks that looks at this yield very closely now over the course of probably two months now the 10-year yield has been rising that's the market telling regulators policy initiatives that the market is expecting higher inflation, okay? The other thing that's been coupled with that is rising oil prices, right? Which goes hand in hand with higher inflation. And both of these things have been providing uh, a little bit of concern for the market, for the administration, and for the economy as a whole, right? Because we wanna see economic growth, but we don't wanna see inflation that's a runaway train because it erodes our purchasing power and acts as a regressive tax on those who have the least, okay? So now, fast forward till today, And we're getting a major narrative shift with both of those pieces of data. The 10-year yield is currently plunging after hitting 1.67% last week, it's currently sitting at 1.49%, which brings it back to a two-month low, right? So we went from a two-month high to a two-month low, essentially overnight, when you strip out Thanksgiving in between, and oil prices are down about 12% today, okay? So both of those things have kind of been headwinds for the market. They've caused for concern, particularly on the growth side, Because remember, if inflation runs wild, the Fed only has one choice, and that choice is to raise interest rates. So now we think that this totally spins that narrative on its head, gives the Fed policymakers a little bit more breathing room to allow the data to come in, and it should cool off the narrative that inflation and the value side, the reopening side of this market is gonna run wild. Okay, we think that if you look at the action today, where some of the money is flowing, some of the sectors that are outperforming, they're down, but not down nearly as much. Uh, We're seeing in tech, we're seeing in work from home, stay at home stocks, communication services, and software. So that's where our portfolio is tilted right now. So again, we like the action as it's shifting a little bit more in our direction. We had spoken about the other day, markets were a little bit overbought in the short term. One of the ways we can measure levels of overbought or oversold is the fear and greed index. Now, we really were pounding the table with you in October, early November, that the fear and greed index was giving us a green light. And sure enough, we were right on with that as the NASDAQ marched higher for the better part of three weeks. Then the fear and greed index got a little high. We started seeing it in the 80s and 90s, which represents fear in the market. And even as recently as Monday, when we did the Heritage Market Minute, it was still sitting at 56. So when we look today... It has cratered back to 35. We're back in fear territory in the market. And as a contrarian investor, this is what we want to see. We think that retail is getting scared. They're getting concerned. And you know what we say, the crash that everybody sees coming is the one that never comes to fruition. So if we look back... At the playbook, that is COVID, since this pandemic began, this is not the first variant that has emerged. This is not the first time the market has sold off at a variant that has emerged. It's still very early right now. Uh, Scientists haven't even had a chance to review this variant. So to make any claims about the efficacy of, of the vaccine against this variant, we think is premature at this point. For longer term investors, we think it represents a great buying opportunity and we will take advantage of that. Accordingly, So now what we're watching for is a couple things. Number one, let's see how the market closes here. I think the market closes in about uh, half an hour or so here. So let's see what the close looks like, what type of activity we're seeing. And of course, more news developments over the weekend uh, to determine the seriousness of this variant. And will this go, you know, the way of some of the previous variants that we've seen where we're able to overcome and continue forward? You know, we don't think that we're going back into lockdown. I know Europe has taken that tack; uh, Many countries over there are taking the hard lockdown approach. It does not seem that the U.S. has either the, the political will or just the, you know, the in general uh, desire to do that. They want to continue to see the economy recover. So just to kind of sum this up, we know there's big movements in the market today. Anytime you look at the Dow Jones down a thousand points, of course, that's going to catch your attention. But what we have to remember is the Nasdaq and S&P, not the, the, the Dow about a week earlier, but the Nasdaq and S&P are just coming off all-time highs on Wednesday. So, folks, we're still sitting about 2 to 3% off of all-time highs. There's been a pretty fierce correction in some growth stocks in the market. And what we're watching for is the stocks that led the way down will be the first to bottom and lead the way back up. So we're seeing a couple green shoots like that in the market today. So, again, if you're a headline reader, if you're a market prognosticator just looking at the indexes, today looks to be an ugly day. But we think there's a very important narrative shift going on, some of the dislocation under the hood of this market shifting back Uh, towards some of our preferred market areas so if you have any questions reach out to us always happy to talk to you about the things that matter with your money we hope you have a great Friday and a great weekend and we will see you back on Monday for the Heritage Market Minute